So I have to tell you, I'm dragging ass tonight. I never thought I would drag this much ass giving up soda. And I completely did not understand how dependent I was on the caffeine from soda. It's freaking killing me, Zeke. What I find the most interesting is that terminology, considering you literally have no ass to drag. Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Hello, Zeke Baker. Hello, John Edwards. Before we get started here, I'm very excited. It's almost Father's Day. It's like our Christmas, New Year's, Flag Day, July 4th, Easter, Thanksgiving, Halloween, everything rolled into one. We love Father's Day, and this year, Elijah Craig wanted to team up with us because, hey, we're dads, and Elijah Craig is the father of bourbon. So today's show is presented by Elijah Craig Bourbon. Discover the greatness within. You want to know what to get your dad for Father's Day. Maybe you waited too long. You can't get something shipped in in time, or you just want to give him something good. Go down to the store. Buy him a bottle of Elijah Craig Small Batch Bourbon. You're not going to spend more than 30 bucks. so if you really love your dad, Dad, get him two bottles. That would be a good present for me. What do you think, Zeke? One for now, one for later. I like the way you think. And with the rich flavor and full body that any dad will love, go ahead and find some Elijah Craig small batch bourbon. His legacy lives on in every bottle. Visit ElijahCraig.com to learn more about their award-winning whiskeys, find some recipes for old-fashioned and hear the story about Elijah Craig. We are very, very excited. This Friday, we will have an interview with Max Shapira and Kate Latz from Elijah Craig and Heaven Hill. And we're going to be talking about a father and daughter that work together in the bourbon industry for a bourbon company at Heaven Hill. And we're, we're asking them about it. It was a really fun interview, right, Zeke? Oh, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyable. And, you know, if nothing else, I think most of us, uh, if we took a step back and tried to imagine spending every single day working beside our parents. <laughs> Just hearing what they said about some of that stuff, it was super fun. They came to it with an awesome attitude. We love sitting down with them. So thank you, Max and Kate. Go to ElijahCraig.com. Elijah Craig, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Bardstown, Kentucky, 47% alcohol by volume. Think wisely, drink wisely. And hey, Zeke, while we're on this whole thing of announcements, a few things. We are doing a tasting for St. Jude. We do it every year. Our friend Nick Jones and his crew always try to outbid everyone. But this year, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do it. It is going until Thursday, June 18th. Go to our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook group. We're posting all sorts of stuff on it or go to the magic of St. Jude in Nashville. We are in the food and drink section and you can have a tasting with Zeke and I, and there is an Airbnb thrown in there as well. So you'll have a place to stay. If you're coming in from out of town, you want to hang with us. You want to do a podcast with us. We don't care if you do the podcast or not. That's kind of an option to sweeten the pot. If you would like to come on and talk to us, but we will still just give you a whole bunch of things to taste and give you a place 
place to sleep so you don't have to drive anywhere and we can all be safe. So go ahead and go to the Magic of St. Jude and make sure you give to St. Jude for that tasting package. Also, the Bourbon Charity Ultimate Bourbon Fundraiser ends June 18th as well. Go to bourboncharity.org and get in on that. And then another nod to one of our sponsors, but it works out, Zeke, because you can now get our Glencairn on premiumbarproducts.com with two-day shipping included. So you still want to get the Dad's Drink of Bourbon Glencairn before Father's Day, go to premiumbarproducts.com. They have our glass as a Glencairn. They have other glasses that you can engrave. So you might want a neat glass or a Tua or a stemmed Glencairn. Go ahead and check out those things there. I think, Zeke, we might have to expand off of the Glencairn that we have. We might have to add some other glasses in there, but we need to figure out from the people what they want to add. You know, I was just happy to hear, uh, you know, two-day shipping as opposed to a big cat two-month shipping. I know some people were getting really upset, so I had to make a change. And I am sorry, y'all, with COVID and everything going on, it was just something I was not doing a good job at. So I went to my friends at premiumbarproducts.com and I said, please help me before people really start to kill me for not getting the Glens out in time. And please give Zeke something to stop giving me hell over. Oh, well, that's never going to (laughs) happen. So go ahead and go to premiumbarproducts.com. If it is the week of Father's Day right now, you can use code DRINK for 10% off your order. That is drink and you will get 10% off your order. So Zeke, we're still talking about Elijah Craig here, and this isn't just because we're doing a whole thing with them for Father's Day, but they also sent us a whole bunch of whiskey along with uh, wanting to do something with us for Father's Day. So we told them you can send us whiskey, but by no means is the fact that you sent us whiskey going to have any effect on what we say about it when we get behind a microphone. So these are open and honest reviews based off the whiskey we drink. And last week, we had the A120 Elijah Craig Small Batch Barrel Proof. This week, we have Batch B520. We talked about this. There was no reason not to do this side by side, right? No. I mean, they were uh, obviously kind and generous enough to supply us with both batches. Why not review them both, give them their each their fair due? But, you know, in true DDB fashion, do a little compare and contrast and point out what differences may exist and, and which one hopefully uh, strikes your fancy more. Totally agree, Zeke. And I know that we had teetered on this because you were over at your Airbnb and you forgot the B520 bottle. So you had to drive all the way home. I did. Luckily, I did also think to not double uh, F myself and I poured a sample of the A batch, which was where I was. And this is something that I would typically do, like when I would forget the SD card or something like that, and I would have to drive home and then drive back to your Airbnb. This is totally a move that I would do that you wouldn't do, but you would give me a whole lot of crap for. Hey, it happens. Mostly to you, occasionally to me. More times than not. I mean, you had some bottles that were broken in shipping. You had a whole bunch of stuff. I mean... Penelope tried to ship you a bottle four times. <laughs> the best one was we got an email from these people. They said, Hey, we don't think you meant to ship this to us, but we opened it by mistake. But there was booze in here. You okay if we keep it and drink it? I love that. That made my day when I heard that. Yeah, solid story right there. So, Zeke, you were able to have these side by side. What did you think? 
Yeah, so I did a, uh, you know, spent a little more time with the B to begin with just to get a good feel for it. Both bottles we've had for a minute, both have had some air, albeit uh, the A has a little bit less in it than the B, just due to when they came in and sharing them with friends and whatnot. With the B, though, as far as the, just the straight review of it by, by itself, I figured that was easier to do. And then we can kind of uh, compare both of them, you know, head-to-head, so to speak, with our own opinions. Fair enough. So for the B, nose-wise... Instantly a, a flash of sugars, definitely defined, you know, such as like caramel and vanilla. And then right behind that's a nice pop of alcohol vapor. You know this is cash drink, no water, no nothing. It, it, it's coming at you real. Behind that was just a big transition into oak that seemed very robust, especially towards the back. Kind of going back into it a second time, it really seemed, uh, you know, like uh, you know, stacking wood or if you're you know, hauling wood to put it on a fire pit or something, especially this time in, you know, year. We're having some cool Elands right now and still get away with having fires. I just put down cherry wood or some other, you know, aromatic type of wood is what popped into mind. And then a little bit of uh, some hints of like creamy butterscotch flashed across there a couple of times in the nose. Moving into the palate, uh, there was definitely a one-two punch, so to speak, of oak and then heat. You know, revisiting this with a few more sips, Obviously, it went down a little bit uh, just as the body kind of adapts and the palate gets used to, you know, repeated exposure. But the, what I kept thinking about the most was you could just definitely tell, man, there's some older stocks in this batch. I, I just have to firmly believe it just seemed to have, you know, just an overall tone of, yes, the barrel proofs always maintained the 12-year age statement. But if I was a betting man, I just feel like this one's got some older stocks in there for sure. Towards the back of the palate, even gets a little bit parching. Again, I uh, you know, attributed that uh, to just the age and, and oak component that seems to be in there. As far as the finish goes, definitely a really solid and lengthy continuation that matched what I picked up off the palate. One thing I just uh, you know kind of missed, that whole sweet flash of the sugars I got in the nose, I just didn't find it as much in the palate for some reason. That being said, you know, generally speaking, I lean more towards the, the sweeters than the oaks, which is uh, doesn't always find me in the majority. But I think some of the folks that are bigger on a that oak and aged profile in their bourbon and have a harder damn time finding it these days with less and less age statements and age stocks being put out by people, if that's their cup of tea, this one I think is really going to hit the sweet spot for them. There are some things in there I agree with you. A lot of kind of what you were saying on the analysis portion at the very end. Yeah, there's some oak on the nose. It's more sweet. We're A120 with sweet and smoky. This is more sweet like a maple syrup. And the taste, I said, wow, just sweet caramel butterscotch maple syrup with the right amount of heat to remind you that it's a barrel proof maybe a little bit of brown sugar in there too the finish had just a lingering heat a little bit bitter but i i hate the word bitter because it's almost got like a bad connotation but it's like a dry heat you know a little bit of tannins in the oak in there and maybe a little bit of just dryness but wasn't super amped up on the dryness it was just a little bit drier than the A120 was. But I think like the A120 is a smoky, sweet, chocolatey, graham cracker, s'more thing. And the uh, the B520 was more of a maple syrup. Yeah, it's got some oak there. 100%. I, I agree with you that I think there's a little more aged stock in there. 
I just think the mouthfeel of the B520 is pretty special. I mean, my whole mouth felt like it was coated with that kind of layer of butterscotch syrup we've talked about on episodes previously. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> you know, progressing into these as far as trying to compare and contrast them, you know, nose in the A now, I almost feel like they flip flop. I feel like the nose for A matches more of the palate for B and then kind of vice versa. You know, the middle part of the palate for these is relatively fairly close for sure. Uh, to me, where I get the biggest difference, really, and it's not even you know a note that I use a ton, would be um, the finish. To me, the finish on the A, as it moves and slowly starts to clear out, and both of them have a solid finish, but that's where I really get it kind of reverting back to showing some sweetness, that corn kicking in a little bit more, um, the malted barley coming through more, and, and really as that residue kind of fades to black, so to speak, I just get left with, with more sweet hints uh, as opposed to with B. I think it goes the opposite direction. I really think the biggest change between these two is the mouthfeel. The mouthfeel in the B is just so much thicker. I think they're both sweet in their own way. And one, like I said, is smoky and one is oaky. That B is just thicker. If you really like a, a thick mouthfeel, that B, man, I'm telling you, I'm just going to tip my hat now. That B is one of my favorite pours so far this year. Well, you do you, buddy. You do you. A random thought I did have. I'll get your perspective real quick on this. Compared to, um, I guess what you would say, the counterpart of this is from the folks out in Frankfurt. Do you feel like that one gets more love or, or hype or however you want to look at it than the ECBP line does? My mindset coming in with it, as I you know, kind of thought of this earlier, was simply that the junior product from Frankfurt, at least to me, just seems to get a little bit more love and hype, both from you know just people shopping as well as the boards. If you look at secondary values, and to that note, as I, like I already thought about this for the first time today, it just popped in my head tonight on the drive in. I feel like a, the Elijah Craig line of the barrel proof release is a much more consistent. I mean, we're talking about some very minor nuances here. And even thinking back to the years of the squat bottles, I think that was always the case as well. I mean, I don't remember any of them ever standing out or anybody being saying, God, like what happened at this batch? It just wasn't good, so to speak. Whereas there's been at least one or two uh, in other areas where you're like, oh, don't even buy that one. It's just not damn good. I just think that there is that variance in Stag Jr. I mean, you remember back when we did the whole blinds of every single Stag Jr. that we could get our hands on, and there was super variance in there. You know, at least with these batches, it's like, all right, I know that there's a sweetness to it. There's a tie-in with these that are very similar that I don't get in that Stag Jr. line. I don't know. I just think it's super consistent. I think it's priced right. At least for our market, both products are equally as hard to find, but I definitely did have the same opinion of, I, I feel like the other does get more hype or I don't know, for whatever reason, maybe our views, but uh, yeah, I mean, like thinking about it, really doing the, you know, a big retrospective analysis, like the consistency across the board for these, even going back, you know, a few years is just there. So that was kind of where I was going. My train of thought was like, hey, if you're going to buy barrel proof and you're sitting there and you see both of these sitting on a shelf, but it's a new batch, you're not sure about it. Which one do you want to pull the trigger on? Because you don't want to drop the coin for both. I think I'd have to go with what I 
I know seems more tried and true at this point. I would agree with that. I don't know. I want another bottle of this B. I really do. Well, I mean, Father's Day's coming up. Maybe the wife's going to take care of you. I doubt that. We can all dare to dream, my friend. <laughs> dare to dream. <laughs> Anyways, what's your final thought? I mean, if you haven't figured it out, I'm a buy on, on the B. What are you on the B here, bud? I mean, I enjoy both of these thoroughly. And, and by all means, should no one not realize that we're, we're talking about like a 10% you know, overall difference on these. We're being very nitpicky and, and pointing out minuscule differences. I think anytime I see one of these, they're a buy. Now, granted, you know, when we nerd out and we get with our friends, they're like, all right, but which one did you really like better? Come on, which one? Like, I would go with the A, but again, that's me. I, I, at the end of the day, I, I kind of like that nudge toward the sweeter profiles. And I, I think most folks have hopefully figured that out by now. I mean, it's funny because I still think B is sweeter. I just think it's got a little bit of the oak in there. Like I said before, and, and not to beat the drum over and over it really just is the mouthfeel of b i like that little bit of a thicker mouthfeel and i think anybody that's known me over the years knows that i really go for a higher proof whiskey that has just a good thick viscosity and consistency did you have a similar uh you know i guess motif back when you were uh, you know single in dayton like you look at the women and say hey you you want something thin you go over there you want that big thick good feeling right here hold on to me at night i just you know said i was very good at cuddling and i'm an excellent teddy bear but i, I might as well move to texas because bigger is better right you know i, I did wonder too since there's the bnb component to the saint jude charity thing this year at, at what point of the dollar value does it include spooning with the big cat for a night Eh, I think they'd much rather spoon with you. You know, most of the people that do message us have a crush on you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You, lies. I know better. Oh, you just don't read the messages, but they're all there. I just tell them, <laughs> here's Zeke's cell phone number and have a great night. <laughs> That's why I'm getting the uptick in spam calls lately. <laughs> Uh, well, if you want to find this whiskey or other whiskeys and get them shipped directly to your door, go ahead and use cascartel.com. Before you even say anything, their allocated stuff is going to cost a little bit more, and that's because it's a convenience thing that you could sit on the couch and get something that's very hard to find shipped to you, and you don't have to go from store to store to store and look for it. And that is simply there as a luxury. But, you know, you want a good priced whiskey, a lot of their easy to find stuff, your daily drinkers, that is going to be on cascartel.com. And you can buy them from the comfort of your own home and get them shipped right to your door. Also follow them on Instagram. They're always doing awesome giveaways for their followers. They're at cascartel on Instagram and cascartel.com for the shop. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. I assume you already have because you're listening to us right now. Please leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. If you find a B, don't drink it. If you don't like it, I'll take it off you. Give Zeke the A's. Thank you to Elijah Craig for sending this our way. And uh, we can't wait for the Max and Kate interview on Friday. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. And a happy Father's Day week to all you fathers out there. We certainly appreciate your time and support. Happy Father's Day week to all the dads out there. We're in this together. We love you. Cheers. Ciao.